Durka Allah, Muhammad Jihad. Bagala, Muhammad Jihad. Bagala, Muhammad Jihad, La Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad, Muhammad Jihad. Oh, shit. Come on, Gary. Act. You have the power. Bak, Dirk Durka La. Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. Haka Sherpa Sherpa, Abakala. Oh, Durka Durka Durka. I've never seen acting that good. He's amazing. Welcome to the show, Durka Durka. What's going on, Matt? Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. <laughs> Bakalava. Bakala. Durka Durka. Uh, that was funny. Today, um, we're going to discuss uh, 9-11. Uh, yeah. Um, not one of my favorite subjects. Mine either. It's a very somber time of the year. But it is that time, and we want to do some retrospect and uh, discuss it, you know, some of our views and what we've been through with it, being so close to the epicenter of it. And, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a somber episode. I hope to ramp that up towards the end, though. I got some good stuff waiting for Matt. Uh, That means I will be more restrained than usual. Yeah. Uh, This is a very serious subject to me. has been. Yeah. Forever. 20, 21 years 21 now. years now. Yeah. I'm an eyewitness to something that I wish I had never seen. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start out uh, by letting everybody know, and I've mentioned in the past, I work for a production company. We do a lot of city events, uh, contracted to, the, to New York City, Jersey City, all around the tri-state area. A lot of the cities use us as their main events. We do love Macy's 4th of July and everything you can possibly imagine. So... We, uh, we didn't get paid for that promo, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, they're not sponsored. Um, so um, one of the things I do every year as well is work some one of the 9-11 memorials, either on Staten Island or at the World Trade Center every year for the last ooh, bunch of years now. And, uh, you know, every year it, it strikes, it hits home, it hits hard. It's... Uh, you know, I was a Staten Island resident at the time. You know, always lived in New York City area, and um, I know, was I was at Ground Zero when the yeah. first plane hit. Yeah, passed right over my head. Yeah, well, we're gonna get into that. Yeah. You know, just um, lay the groundwork here for you know what I've been doing for the last few years at on nine eleven, and this year was uh we worked uh, for Cantor Fitzgerald. They lost uh, did a lot the, of people. Uh, Seven hundred, I believe. Yeah. Okay, and. <clears throat> that was the Cannon Fitzgerald Memorial yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. right next to the Oculus, which is a beautiful sight if you go inside. Beautiful lighting, uh, big I, American flags. I personally do not like what they've put up in place Why? of the world. Well, first of all, you're never going to get me into the Freedom Tower. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Okay, it's just this giant phallic symbol in the middle of downtown Manhattan, <laughs> yeah. which nowadays is not like a city anymore. It's becoming no. more and more like a suburb. Well, and. Uh, uh, I don't know if I agree with that statement, but... Well, it's uh, more residential than it's ever been. You know, okay, okay. And uh, that's a personal preference. Anyway, um, yeah, go ahead, Joe, you were saying. Yeah, so uh, some of the things that I could tell you from being there just about every year, if I'm not on the Staten Island event, which is called the Postcards, but um, there's a lot of trash all over the streets. 
lot of mentally ill people running around. So it's kind of, you know, um, sweet and sour, if you might say, where the event is very somber, very... Melancholy. Yeah. Um, Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah, Yeah, there's a good word, bittersweet. And, uh, you know, as the progressive policies run rampant in New York City, you know, it gets worse and worse to be around that area. Security is at a max still. You know, every time I drive up in my truck, you know, I have to go through security screenings. The truck is actually x-rayed. Actually, the truck. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go into the tunnel down below, get out of the truck, and they do their um, x-ray of the truck, and then go all the way back up, and it's a process. But uh, I'm glad they do it. I guess, you know, after two bombings, well, one bombing and a couple of planes, I guess it's the right thing to do to be on, you know, be ever vigilant at, you know. To any future attacks, I guess. Oh, for sure. Um, so you know the ceremonies are nice, uh, very well done. Uh, we had Kamala there, by the way. And, oh, joy! Oh, rapture! Yeah, uh, that was uh, word salad at its best. And um, did she say something like, uh, "Because only on nine eleven could there be something like a nine eleven that <laughs> was nine uh, eleven on September eleventh." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and they read the names, you know, they chime the bells and, you know, there's a couple different things going on in that area at the same time. A lot of times we also do the Stilla Foundation one, the Tunnel to Towers, where mm-hmm. his brother died running. He ran through the, um, the Bro- battery tunnel. Right. Uh, from, with um, his gear. Yeah, with his gear on and ran up the tower and saved people and died in the event. So um, there's a lot of this that hits hard. It hit it hits home very, you know, very very hurtfully. Um, I remember uh, in the days afterwards, because um, here on Staten Island, there's only several places you like, you know, car parks where you park and you pick up a bus or a train. Well, there's only one train technically. It's it's pulled by two horses, but we'll get yeah. into that another time. Um, but uh, I remember just cars. Months and months later, never picked up. I remember, you know, how many people died from Staten Island, and it was quite oh, every a, other week we're renaming a street around. Yeah, there quite a large past. amount of still. Yeah, quite a, quite a large amount of um, you know bankers and fire department and PD and uh, EMTs. Ten percent of the fire department was lost on yeah. that day, and uh, a lot of them were well, from Staten Island. So. You know, it was just a very, very somber time in the months afterwards and seeing the fires burn and, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, tell us about your, your, your situation with that day, Matt. Uh, well, that particular morning I had stopped. I worked for five no- uh, blocks north of the World Trade Center at that time. Okay. okay. Um, I worked for uh, Smith Barney, which at that time was part of Citigroup. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stopped in the the number one train that I would usually take up to Franklin Street to get to work. Okay. I, I stopped in the concourse that morning. Uh-huh. There was a bakery yeah. down in the concourse, I think, uh, Aubon Payne. All right. I decided I'm going to stop in for a couple of cinnamon rolls, and I'll walk up to work because mm-hmm. I had time. Yeah. So I came up uh, through the, cor- the concourse. I'm crossing VC Street, which was between 1 and 7 World Trade Center. Yeah. Um. As I'm passing Seven World Trade Center, something told me to look up. Uh-huh. I never heard a plane coming. Okay. 
I didn't see it until it was right there, mm-hmm. passed directly over my head. Wow. Uh, and hit the building, hit yeah. One yeah. World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. God-awful. The first thing I remember was the, the blizzard of glass. You uh-huh. were pelted by these little particles of safety glass mm. that they didn't come from the World Trade Center either. They came from 101 Barclay Street, which was a building behind 7 World Trade Center. Really? When the impact was so great that it blew out the windows in another building. Wow. That was the Bank of New York at that time, I think it was, 101 mm. Barclay. Um, and then it just got awful noise. Yeah. And the um, I, I turned around to look and uh, the last thing I could remember seeing was a piece of the granite facade being knocked off Seven World Trade Center mm. and a crowd of people that was standing behind me, maybe uh, 30 to 50 feet away, yeah. just suddenly disappeared underneath it. Wow. Totally gone. Wow. Squashed flat. Wow. Okay. And That's crazy, At that man. point, I'm thinking this is not a good place to be. Yeah, of course. And I took yeah. off and I started running from my office. Now, um, another image that I have from that day is after the impact. I, I mean, I, I'm, I ran like five. Uh, that's a mile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> five city blocks oh, yeah, is a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These aren't okay. the usual blocks. Yeah. And uh, I'm doing it in a suit and whatever else. And I, I ran to my office. I looked back, and it's something I will never forget. So you, you have this big hole in the building. Mm-hmm. It's a smoking crater, essentially. That's wow. you can see smoke coming out of it, and just thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of pieces of white paper. Oh yeah, floating yeah. in the air, I eighty, on, ninety, a hundred stories yeah. in the air, yeah. like they were suspended, like it was uh, you were looking at a snow globe. Yeah, and I get into my office, and uh, the first thing I hear is someone yelling. Uh huh. Are we opening for business today? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's a, there's a bit of a panic inside the room. There's all kinds yeah. of... I mean, at first, we don't know if a plane actually just mis- mistakenly flew into right. it. We didn't know it was a terror so, so attack. Some, so somebody starts screaming out, are we opening for business today? Yeah. And I remember yelling back at him. I said, are you kidding? The jet just went through the World Trade Center. Yeah. He says, I just saw it on TV. It was a small plane. Oh. I said, no, it's a 7 fucking 37. It yeah. just passed over my head. Yeah. And while we're arguing, mm-hmm. you hear the boom. That was the second plane to yeah. hit two World Trade Center. Well, that's when we knew it was definitely a terror attack. One, once is an accident. Yeah. Twice is not. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember have- all the confusion that morning. What, um, I woke up, put on the TV, and it was all over the news. And, um, you know, I remember all the speculation of what happened. I mean, we, you know, throughout, throughout the city's history, some planes have hit buildings. Yes. I mean, it's amazing how quickly the speculation began. Yeah. I mean, like, literally within minutes, it's already speculating that it's a small plane. No, it's a jumbo jet. Yeah. I mean, we... Okay. Like, it glanced off the building. No, we went through it. Yeah. I, well, from my vantage point, you know, it was clear on the news that the plane flew into the building. From people on the ground, I'm sure that's a you know perspective. Well, yeah. you don't, you, Pe- where are they standing? Listen, eyewitnesses, how far away? Eyewitnesses are often yeah unreliable. So I was okay. watching the video, and you know, between the first you know before the second plane hit, you know nobody knew they would you know 
it was a terror attack. They surmised it may be. We just didn't have the information. It was, you know, first thing in the morning, 9.08, I believe, if I'm now, correct. For, for a split second. Yeah. When I saw that plane. Yeah. I said, wow, he must be in trouble because planes were not allowed to fly over yeah. lower Manhattan yeah. because in uh, bad weather, those towers could not be seen. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be uh, enshrouded in fog or cloud or whatever else. Matter of fact, um, I was working the event just, you know, and last night was the uh, breakdown. So you go back, you get all your equipment, you, you tear it down. We had big screen TVs, we had lights, we had everything, mm -hmm. audio. And um, it's raining. Yeah. And I took several snapshots I, that I got of the buildings, and you can only you, see up to like 20 stories. Yeah, the, you can't see. Yeah. They, those, those, for those of you who don't know anything about the World Trade Center, first mm -hmm. of all, I watched them being built from my schoolroom yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah. I remember okay. when they were built. Um, I could actually watch them oh. going up. At that time, two World Trade wasn't actually completed. Yeah. Right? Um, we always, as kids, wanted to be taken to the observation deck on yeah. One World Trade because that was a treat. Because mm -hmm. when you were up there, you could actually see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. You could see all the way to Pennsylvania, actually, mm -hmm. from up there. It was a big thrill. Uh, my senior prom was held at Windows on the World. Nice. One nice. World Trade. My first job uh -huh. was in a, an insurance company to World Trade Center. Mm -hmm. so, big part of my life. I was in and out of those buildings for 20 years. Yeah professionally okay and um big big part of my life passed through them all the time mm -hmm. was in them crawled all over them whatever okay yeah it is um well what they were saying was that those buildings i just wanted to say going back to the weather those those towers were so massive mm -hmm. that they could create their own weather around it. Their own weather patterns yeah. around those buildings. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. I mean, you're talking 110 stories. Yep. It's over a thousand feet. Easily. Yeah. Over 1,100 feet. Yeah. So, in throughout the the history of the city, um, you know, especially prior to uh, the trade center being built, uh, we've had planes crash into some of our skyscrapers. Empire um, State Building. Empire State Building, a bomber. I think it was a B two bomber. B twenty five. B twenty five. Forty five. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fog, couldn't see. In the fog, top. crashed yeah. right into the building, took out several floors, um, and you know people died. It yeah. wasn't you know as bad. Right. But the building survived. They 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 but planes do not fly it. over Manhattan. Yeah, ever. And then I believe it was in the um, mid two thousands, like two thousand eight, uh, something like that. I I my date is off, so don't don't quote me on it. But a pitcher for the New York Yankees was tr flying his private plane over the East River, and then began to do a U turn to come back. To, to his landing where he, he took off from and he got caught up in the currents and crashed into a private apartment building. Right. I remember and that. And he died and so did oh. his co-pilot. And then it was Captain Sully who yeah, uh, put that plane landed. down in, in the Hudson. Yeah. That was a hero he, story. Yeah, yeah, very lucky. But um, So we have a history of things like that happening. So at the moment when it first went down, the first plane hit, nobody knew really for sure that what was going on. had been an accident. Yeah. So there was panic, rightfully so, but we didn't know to what level the panic should be because nobody really right. probably expected a second plane to, yeah. to hit there. And then, of course, Shanksville and then well, the Pentagon. So now after the second plane hits, 
Uh, my building, a mile away. Yeah. Sh- shook. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how bad the impacts were. We evacuated the building, mm-hmm. right? Except where do you evacuate to? You've got nowhere to go. We're milling about in well, the street. Yeah. Once the second plane hit, they start, shut down the bridges, the uh, the entries and exits Everything. out of the city. So I'm standing outside of 250 West Street, which I know nobody's going to know where it is. But you yeah. could actually look down West Street and you had a perfect view uh-huh. of the towers. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if you remember from the news footage, if you saw that cloud of dust and smoke that mm-hmm. that came up the street with people running in front of it, that's West Street. Yeah. Okay, so um, I basically have a front row seat for everything that's about to happen next yeah. for the next couple of hours. Yeah. Um, wow. Couldn't and, imagine, uh, man. I was working on Staten Island at the time. I was working in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it was uh, a few hours later, and people somehow, you know, got on the first. Well, the, the ferry was still running because they stopped the ferries too for a certain amount of time, and then they restarted them. Yeah, I got and a ferry story. I got a ferry story. Yeah, with then they too. had you know all these different ferries just go and pick people up at that point. Yeah. So I'm in the restaurant. All of a sudden, people walk in and covered head to toe in this white, you know, dust. Uh-huh. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. You know, like I never expected, like these people actually come into the restaurant I worked in because, you know, you're watching it happen. They they actually called me into work, and I was like, "What do you mean work? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got World War Three going on here, yeah. and you want me to come in? No, you gotta come in." So, so that, I went in, yeah. and people covered in dust came into my job, Mid Island, uh, the old Staten Island Hotel. Right, I was working in the restaurant there. So while we're standing outside 250 West Street trying to figure out what's happening, yeah. My BlackBerry starts vibrating, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at my BlackBerry, and that's when I find out I've got a news flash on it. I used to get the news feeds on, mm-hmm. on it that the Pentagon has just been hit. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we're so, getting a little ahead, though. Let's, yeah. Let's tell the story, though. All right. Um, after the first plane actually hit, and all the speculation was going on, what happened, pilot error, you know, terrorism, we didn't know. Right. Um, they actually, in two... We're telling the people they didn't have to leave, I believe. I know we didn't have to leave our building because I was an IT worker at Smith Barney at the time, Mm -hmm. systems programmer. We were far enough north Mm -hmm. of the Trade Center that we weren't on the same electrical grid and we weren't on the same communications grid. Mm -hmm. So for us to, to open for business that day and start trading stocks, yeah, we could have done it easily as a matter mm-hmm. of fact we did i'll get to that a little later um because it's disgusting what mm. happened after that but um so there was uh some ambivalence of whether the market was going to open yeah, whether well, things were going to continue well if you if you you know they were telling people in the second tower not, not to leave right, to stay in place right because the, the importance of people making decisions you know nobody knew what was going on but the fact that the other tower was on fire, a lot of people decided to leave on their own. But they were telling people, do not panic. Do not leave. You don't right. have to leave. Well, we're going to open for business. Well, that was standard procedure anytime there was a fire in those buildings. Because yeah. um, uh, I was in them once where there was a fire scare and they told us to go up mm-hmm. rather than down and out. 
Yeah. Okay. Because That's you were, crazy. you, because you, no, actually you were safer going up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. In some instances, because uh-huh. that would take you further away from the flames and the smoke and whatever guess, else. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't going down where you might have to pass through it. And, and keep in mind that this is a building that was already bombed in 1993, I believe it yes, was. Yes. 93. They, they bombed the parking lots down that when the parking lots were underneath the building in the garage. Down in the foundations. Yeah. 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 And uh, which was unsuccessful, hole. but it did lead a couple people did die. Some um, parking attendants or uh, security guys, yeah, I think were were killed in that explosion, and a lot of people, you know, had some issues and, and uh, smoke filled the building and everything else. Yeah, but so you know, after the bombing in '93, flash forward uh, just seven or eight years later, you know, people still didn't know exactly what to think of this, and they were built on landfill. That's oh, another yeah, that's thing. The other, yeah. Yeah, they, they, oh. they were built in, in in what's called a quote unquote bathtub. Yeah, that's all landfill. That part of yeah. Manhattan didn't actually exist yep. until the late forties or late thirties, I think. Yeah. Okay, because that's where they uh, they put up the old West Side Highway, mm-hmm. elevated highway. Yeah, it was that elevated used to be back there. then. That was okay. crazy. I and can't picture that today. Yeah, Battery Park did not yeah. exist. Yeah. Well, just parts of it. The actual yeah. battery, which was the fort, was still there. Was still but, there. Yeah. yeah, but that that but whole then, yeah they section, expanded out. Yeah, yeah, that whole section of Lower Manhattan was was landfill. Yeah. So what so, they did with the um, they created what they called the bathtub. Which is they enclosed the foundations of the building inside the structure to keep it from flooding in and damaging the building. And right. It was called the bathtub. It was to keep the, the Hudson it, River out of yeah, the uh, foundation. Yeah, because they were already on land that was never there before. Exactly. So, you know, but uh, you know, a lot of people were convinced that it would work, but it yeah. did. And it, but, you know. Uh, this, it gets much worse, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, after the strikes. Okay. Yeah. Now, I cannot swear to you mm-hmm. that I saw anybody jump from a building. Yeah. I don't know if I did or not. Yeah. Sometimes I, I think I did. Sometimes I don't, I don't know. I had a friend I grew up with. Um, she lived around the corner from me. I went to grammar school with uh-huh. her for like five, six years. Um, she worked in my family's business. So I worked alongside her in yeah. my family business. We had a chain of video stores. Uh, she was on the 98th floor working for Cantor Fitzgerald mm-hmm. and pretty pretty obvious that she was definitely one of the jumpers oh yeah it looks just like her it, it, mm-hmm. it's a little you know further away but i could swear it's her yeah. and it's sad man and, and the fear that's going through these people that forces them to jump 90 something stories to their to their death there's no there's no surviving it no or get burnt alive by or the fire that pushed you to the else. fucking ledge. Can you just imagine the yeah, horror? I don't want to. I don't even want um, to. The priest that was uh, very popular down there with the uh, FDNY and all that. Yeah. Was uh, walking around the bottom of the building and some a jumper landed on top of him, which was horrible. Uh, yeah. People just started jumping and my mind cannot wrap around I the fact that that. You know, to be in that conceive. type of position, man. I, I can't even conceive of it. No, man. What do you okay. do? And uh, you know, I, I mean, of all the the choices you could make, death or death. That's pretty yeah. much your two choices. Okay, and and yeah, but um, because people were trapped. It, Once the plane hit below you, uh, it compromised several staircases, I believe. And uh, my uh, late girlfriend's cousin, her husband uh-huh. was a is a firefighter. Uh, there's a movie called Staircase B. If mm-hmm. you've never, if you've ever seen it, 
he was trapped under the rubble for almost 24 hours. Oh, yeah, the five, uh, six okay. guys that, that made it out, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. the building came down on top of them, and they were in the staircase, and yeah. they happened to survive. Um, now, now, that's th- fucking freaky. Now, this gets real bad, because now the Tower 1 has collapsed. Actually, mm-hmm. I think two came down first before one did, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Because when two World Trade Center was hit, it got hit at the junction of uh, two of the walls. Mm-hmm. So that plane went right through a corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that one bent over and then broke. And then one World Trade Center came down in a pancake fashion, yeah. which is what it was designed to do, by the way. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're telling us, this is the people I work for, that uh, we have to go to an alternate site. Mm-hmm. To get back in business. Oh, yeah. Go fuck okay. yourself. I'm going because, home. <laughs> and I'm an idiot. And I'm an idiot. And so um, dedicated to the job. So I had to walk all the way up from World Trade Center to 8th Avenue and 34th Street. Because yep. no subways trains. are down, no yep. trains, no buses, buses, no nothing. Everything shut down. I get there. Uh-huh. When I finally get there, I, I don't know. I haven't noticed. Uh-huh. I've got this dust all over me. Uh. Had no idea. Yeah. Long story short, turns out we were trading the entire time, hmm. and uh, everything was being cleared by Bank of New York, which was a totally empty building because that's where all the windows blew out. Oh God! <laughs> and it was all automated trading, and that's yeah part of what I did. So they tell everybody, "Okay, it's all right, go home." Uh huh. All right. Now I got to walk all the way back from Midtown yeah. down to the South Ferry, <clears throat> which is a long way. And I had to do it going down the east side because you can't go down Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I caught the last ferry mm-hmm. back to Staten Island that was uh, carrying passengers. Yeah, you're and lucky because oh, they shut everything down. Listen, and some of the people you had to cross I, the Brooklyn some, Bridge. Some of the people I worked with were told to go back to your back to your desk. They stayed in the building for five days, wow. living on what they could scrounge out of the cafeteria. That's right? fucking crazy. So I caught the last ferry going back to Staten Island. They are bringing. The walking wounded, yeah, onto the ferry because mm-hmm. they set up a, an emergency triage hospital on the yeah. on the other side in the baseball stadium near the ferry terminal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people with um, bloody, cut up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say horrific wounds because yeah. I'm sure that the people who were the worst hurt, they weren't sticking on a ferry for a half hour ride across the harbor. Yeah, yeah. But these people were seriously fucked up. Yeah. Um, Sad. And when um, I got, they, I, I, they I found debris in in the uh, water where the ferry comes in. Yeah, so I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. No, so yeah. that's the last ferry is goods taking passengers because after that, those ferries are being used to uh, take uh, construction equipment and emergency mm-hmm. vehicles to Ground Zero. Okay. Now I had a friend um, who uh, graduated the um, police academy. Right about the same time, right like a couple of days before nine eleven, they mm-hmm. threw him in there and he worked the morgues. Oh, yeah. And uh, I had a couple other friends that were uh, EMTs that worked Ground mm-hmm. Zero as well. My friend who worked the morgue, the police, uh, he became a sergeant and he just passed away last year from nine eleven related illness. Yeah, I mean, so I, I mean, mean, a lot of these guys that did. Get in there and dig and did work the ground zero area. And God bless them. They're, well, most of them are dead now. Yeah. And they're dying like crazy because of I, I have 9-11 nine, sickness. Yeah, I have 9-11 related health issues. Yeah. A lot of New Yorkers do, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Now, 
all that dust and all that what, all that debris that comes down gets in your lungs. What where it really gets bad for me. It's bad. I've just seen thousands of people murdered. Yeah, that that is bad mm-hmm. enough. That is a uh, a scene that will never ever leave my brain. Of course, yeah, okay. it's seared. Yeah. Um, five days later, city was shut down for five days. Mm-hmm. Five days later, I get a phone call. We're going back to work. Oh. I got the midnight to eight shift. I'm going to handle midnight to eight. So mm-hmm. now I'm coming into Manhattan in the middle of the night yeah. with this smoking, burning pile of building yeah, in the way. Yeah, yeah, That burned for how long? Months. Months, right? Months. Yeah. yeah. The first thing you notice uh-huh. is the smell. Yeah. I cannot describe it to you. Mm. To this day, if I'm in downtown Manhattan, I smell that smell mm. wow i don't know if it's for real or if it's psychosomatic or whatever no. it is but i can smell that smell Crazy. smoke in everything subway tunnels mm-hmm. building entrances there's dust everywhere yeah and now i get into the first night uh i'm there uh, i walk into the lobby of my building and there's a giant television screen and it's all executives from my company mm-hmm crowing about how they were the only brokerage house that made a profit on 9-11. Oh, that's something to be fucking proud of. Five days, they're making a promotional video out of this. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is they're telling you we were prepared for this. No, you weren't. You lucked out. Yeah. Okay, I happen to know you lucked out because I'm one of the guys who made it so that you could luck out. Mm. And that was the first time that uh, I started really, really thinking about what had happened. Yeah. Before it was all, I've just seen what happened. I'm trying not to think of it. Now I'm thinking about what, what really has transpired here. And uh, I'm going to make it short and sweet for you. I'm going to tell you exactly what followed. PTSD, mm. agoraphobia, panic disorder, depression. Yeah. Crazy, okay? man. Started drinking like mad. Mm. Okay. I kept walking into emergency rooms thinking I was having a heart attack. Yeah. And I wasn't, okay? And they kept letting me go. I was convinced that they were lying to me, too. Mm-hmm. Really? <clears throat> there must be something wrong with me. I wouldn't have these chest pains. I wouldn't have yeah. the uh, compulsive uh, um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. So, for example, uh, I would do things like slip little pieces of index cards, Mm-hmm. Into my pants, into my shoes, okay. my, my briefcase, backpack, whatever I was carrying. Mm-hmm. So that if, just in case somebody found the body part, they would know who it belonged to. Wow. That's crazy. Okay, because yeah. you're expecting this to happen again. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go anywhere without passing through checkpoints with mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah police officers with submachine guns oh, yeah. and gas masks and, and For combat years vests. they were at the ferry like that. Yeah, and you... Yeah. Um, Bomb sniffing dogs everywhere. Who knows uh-huh. how they smelled anything with all of that crap in the air? <laughs> yeah. Uh, constant. This is one of my worst memories. There is a constant parade of tourists. Yeah. Heading downtown, asking you for directions to Ground Zero. Yeah. Because they apparently can't follow a thousand foot plume of smoke back to its <laughs> its source. Yeah. And you want to kill them. Yeah. Because here's some asshole from the Midwest with his wife and kids in tow, and he's got his camcorder already. Yeah. Because he wants to be able to tell people, I saw Ground Zero. Yeah. Uh, within days, the merchants in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. 
pictures, little plastic uh, mementos, all sorts of crap, mm. 9-11 related, World Trade Center related. Yeah. It was disgusting. Um, I, I tried to work through this for about two years mm. and couldn't do it. Yeah. And I walked in, I walked insane, in, the, bro. I walked in the office that last time mm-hmm. and I said, done, mm. went in and quit. Yeah. Never went back to the wow. job. They, you know, couldn't do it. It took me seven years of therapy mm. to get over what wow. had happened. That's fucking okay? crazy. And man. I'm a guy who wasn't hurt. Yeah. I didn't lose any relatives. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had one friend, um, who had passed away, they had three memorial services for him. They had one every time they found a new body part. Okay. Wow. And when I say he's a friend, I don't mean like he was mm-hmm. a close friend. It was somebody I knew from back in grammar school. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, um, what really got to me in the aftermath was the scenes on the nightly news where they'd have cameras stationed out in front of hospitals. Mm-hmm. And you would see all these kids with signs with a picture of their mother or father or yep. whoever it was have you seen my daddy yep so um, okay and and I'll, for for years mm-hmm. absolute years the memory all these memories would come flooding back and i would be an emotional basket case wow couldn't do a damn thing all right this affects has affected people in ways that have never ever been discussed yeah. anywhere we hear about the 9-11 cancers. We mm-hmm. hear about the people who died. We hear the mental health effects have never been discussed. Yeah. And never even got, been you covered. You got people like Ilion Omar saying some people did something. Yeah. Some people did something. Yeah. Now, listen, before we go on, this yeah. has to be said. Uh-huh. All right? Any comments I, I make here? Uh-huh. I don't have a problem with Islam. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with Muslims. I've gotten mm-hmm. along with everybody. As a matter of fact, I don't have a problem with anybody mm-hmm. who doesn't give me a problem first. Mm-hmm. Okay? This doesn't have anything to do with uh, racism or mm-hmm. colonialism or whatever else. All right? And I just want to make it clear before we continue our discussion because yeah. we're probably well, going to hit these areas. Yeah. I am going to tell you what I objectively think, what I objectively saw, uh-huh. what I objectively believe. Well, let's let's hold on to that first yes. for a second. Calm back down. I'm okay. I'm Gotta get somebody in here to, to rub your back and your feet. You know, listen. I, okay, I get, get it's it's, get it's an Asian bro. You got a story me. that's you know blows my mind. Um, I I do want to discuss some of the other things that were going on though at the time. Yeah, we we spoke briefly about the checkpoints. Um, and as far as I knew, for years later, that you know, there were you know. Guys stationed at the ferry with the dogs and the mm-hmm. M4s. You couldn't go anywhere guns. without being x-rayed or wanted. Yeah. And, and it's still, to some extent, still going on well, every time I go to the Trade Center. Um, but, um, you know, I remember in the days that followed, first of all, they pretty much got everybody out of the area hospitals that didn't need to be there. And they cleared all this room because they were expecting thousands of patients and they never got any. Yeah. All the major hospitals in downtown made space, cleared people out, and got prepared for something that just never happened. I'll never forget that because, you know, everybody has hope and everybody everybody looks, you know, okay, so the buildings fell, people are going to be injured. Nobody It's came. amazing that there weren't more 
people killed or injured because at any given time you yeah. might have well because it was nine o'clock and ten o'clock yeah. in the morning you might have yeah. a couple hundred thousand the, people the first plane hit a little after nine so at that point people on their way to work just said frig this i'm going home yeah and which was a smart thing to do but also in the days after i remember all of downtown and you know as you went up uh to towards chinatown and all that just the Every inch of wall space was covered with people's photos, like you were saying about right. the kids holding the photos up. Every inch of wall space and building and anything that they could put a picture on was literally covered in people's pictures. Have you seen these people? Yeah. And missing since 9-11, blah, blah, blah. You know, we know uh-huh. it happened to them eventually, but it was just the saddest thing. All these people were looking for their family members, you know, their wives, their brothers, their sisters. And, you know, none of them, none of them came home. Let me just interrupt you for a second. Okay. You know that they took all the wreckage, Mm -hmm. wreckage, and they put it in fresh kills. Oh, yeah. Staten Island, by the way. I was getting to that. Fresh kills landfill on Staten Island. Okay. Um, I can actually see what used to be the landfill from my terrace. Well, yeah, for for a few years later, um, and I'm talking probably five to eight years later, you could still see all the fire trucks on top of that hill from from 9-11 that That, were partially crushed. Right, that that wreckage is still there. They are still pouring through it looking for human remains And and 20 years later. They they looked for years and years, and they would find watches and rings and an occasional body part. and Uh, Yeah. It it, it was the craziest fucking thing, man. And the biggest kick in the ass, one of the biggest kicks in the ass is that the 9-11 Museum mm-hmm. is now closing for lack of funding. Oh. And yet every that, year, yeah. and yet every year since 9-11, uh-huh. okay, when you go down to the memorial where the towers used to stand, mm-hmm. okay, there is nothing but a media blitz, politicians, yeah. businessmen, whatever else. They have turned this event mm-hmm. into sort of like a, a Mardi Gras of grief Yeah, that's disgusting to well, me in some aspects. Okay, it it's it's gotten out of hand, and meanwhile, things that should be just as important, like the nine eleven museum, yeah, uh, uh, some of the charities that are are helping uh, the first responders mm-hmm. and and survive, totally forgotten about. Yeah, totally forgotten about. This is now a media event. Well, now we have a whole generation of people who never who who were born after it. You know, unfortunately, yes. that's progress forward you know sometimes leaves things in the past i mean t- t- today's culture is very different i mean you know when i was born you know it was still talked about d-day and and pearl harbor you, you yeah. knew what those were you right knew. now kids don't know what 9-11 was as much as it is covered a majority of people especially born afterwards have no idea what exactly well, happened there's, there's a new group of victims from yeah. 9-11 well, in case you didn't know yeah it, uh, and those would be the grandchildren mm-hmm. of people who died who never met their grandparents. No. And uh, the it, word victim, I mean, well, it's they, a shame that it's happened. That it's happened that way. That every year the list of people who are affected gets longer and oh, longer, yeah. and oh, we, yeah. we have to find new identity group tags for them. So what are we, 20 years later? It's 21 years. 21 years later, and... Um, Almost 3,000 people died total, right? Total. In all uh, three uh, It was 2,977 2, between. Yeah. So in 20 years, if you know, one out of five had a child out of the, the, the 3,000 people, just say, 
you know, you know, do the math. You're already, you know, you, you're talking about hundreds of people being born right. that weren't born, and then you you speed that up to fifty years. You could be talking about ten ten thousand people yeah, that aren't gonna, that that you know were affected that aren't here and that may have been right. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a what if, but you know, you, you think about the mm-hmm. consequences that happen when that many people die. And the effects it has on you know going forward into the future, mm-hmm. and it's it's a crazy thought for for anybody who wasn't there, mm-hmm. who only saw it on television. Yeah. Okay. You cannot imagine. No. No. How no horrific way. this yeah. was. Um. When it when after the first plane crashed, um, I I called my dad, uh, to see if he was awake and watching TV, and I woke him up, and I said, Dad, did you see that the plane crashed? He's like, Huh? What? No way. You know, my dad was very patriotic. My uh-huh. dad, you know, he was that generation, you know. My dad was a tough guy. Uh, always said, I love you, though. You know, he was a really yeah. good guy. Um, but he came from that, you work hard, you you know, you get results kind of you know, yeah, generation. Result, yeah, right. So when, when I woke him up and, and he turns on the TV and he sees it and then the second plane hit. My dad was so overcome with emotion and everything else, he thought he was having a heart attack. Yeah. And he went to the emergency room. And he spent a day or two in the hospital, and it was basically a, a, a bad panic attack. But it affected yeah. people that had that were nowhere near it. It affected people that weren't even born yet, you know. And 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 it was just such a traumatic experience. And then you think about, you know, I saw a lot of you know things get better afterwards as far as people being kind to each other, people helping each other, people being there. Something you don't see anymore right now. Right. Now you don't see that. But you see that's... Now it's fuck you, get the fuck away from me, that's racism, New York, that's New Yorkers. and everything else that's but, going on. But that's, that was the old breed of New Yorkers. Yeah. Okay. Listen, and, we, we had a bad... that doesn't exist. It doesn't seem to exist anymore. No, we, we had a bad reputation Although, as being nasty, yeah. unfeeling yeah. pricks. Yeah. And that's okay. not, that's but not I can, the case. But I, I can tell you... Anytime there was an emergency in this city, a blackout, yeah. a blizzard, whatever. People helped each other. Helped each other. There was not an old an elderly shut-in on the block that yeah. wasn't fed yeah. or that nobody looked in or on. checked on when or, it got too cold or too much yeah. snow. We shoveled everybody else's yards out, you know, front doors right. out and everything else. We did the right thing. That, that native New Yorker has disappeared, okay? They, they For bought, the most part. They listen, either migrated south, yeah. okay? Or uh, and they were replaced by the uh, man buns and the uh, <laughs> yeah well and the, whatever yeah. else toxic uh, man- masculinity yeah. s- disappeared and nobody understood how good it was for our society. Pardon me, salute. And um, you know, so a lot of people got together, did the right thing, and, and you know, honestly though, I I work all over the the tri-state area. I work, you know, like I said, downtown, you know, New York City at the World Trade Center this past couple of days. I'm all over the place in large groups. I'm doing large events, and I don't really see much of any anything that's posted from the news or on Twitter. Like, you know, you see this, the crazy shit go down, mm-hmm. but you, you, you don't, you know, and it's usually because somebody's mentally ill and should be locked up somewhere, either in a hospital or in a cell, and that's where most of our troubles are coming from, for the most part. Um, and it's certainly a more permissive culture in new yeah. york now yeah listen it, oh third, driving through times square you yeah. you drive right past the women who were actually naked but painted over and you could take pictures with them for like 25 bucks or 30 yeah. bucks so the, the culture has changed 30 30 years ago if there was a mental patient in your neighborhood yeah you got locked up 
Yeah. He, yeah. He was, okay. 30, and then they stopped all that funding and they closed 30, all those yeah, places 30 down. years ago, if there was, a, let's yeah. say, a heroin addict who passed out in your doorway. Yeah. Okay. They picked him up and took him to the hospital and then they took him to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they give him a shot of Narcan and they send him on his way. Yeah. Yeah. Here, come... No, they opened up uh, safe injections yeah. in New York City, by the okay. way. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, a lot has changed. You never saw, let me put it this way. I think it was uh, several years ago, mm-hmm. Mayor de Blasio thought it would be a good idea if they had free internet kiosks put around yeah, yeah. all the yeah. tourist areas so that the tourists could mm-hmm. use the, the internet. In- access yeah. the internet. Mm-hmm. And it, essentially what happened was all the, the mentally ill homeless dudes started <laughs> accessing porn and masturbating in the street. Yes, yes, because, which is a problem. Yeah. But you don't go to jail for, by the way. No. Neither is urinating in the street. That's no longer um, a misdemeanor. You can't get ticketed or yeah. brought into to jail for or anything like that. Jaywalking, no. they don't they don't enforce. Nope. None of these laws. And it's the quality of life laws that, that really took a nosedive with the last couple of administrations. And, and the quality of life is definitely going down. But I do believe that people are still good. People still look out for each other. I co- Listen, we're in New York City, bro. You do not, you can't spit and not see three different races in front of you. That's but just it's a, always been like that. Yes, yes. And listen, a lot of that hasn't changed. And I'm not saying... What I'm trying to say here is that the majority of our lives revolve around interacting with people of other races, other cultures, other genders, other sexes, and whatever, yeah. you know, um, you know, gay and lesbian or whatever. And, and nothing has changed in the aspect of when these are your neighbors and the people around you, there's a respect, there's a, a dedication to help yeah. and to reach out. None of that's changed. And even if you didn't like anybody, okay? Every New Yorker had an invisible boundary that extended like three inches from their own (laughs) nose. And and you knew not to violate that because that's a fight. But otherwise, people, they, I'm not going to tell you everything was perfect, but they rubbed along pretty good. And which, which the major problem I see it as, we eroded the mental health industry in New York, you know, where you can get this help. We eroded that. We stopped funding that. We closed these places down, made most of them, whatever does exist is outpatient at this point, unless, you know, even they even released the, you know, the prisoners in, yeah. in jail because, you know, it's, it's, it's and, systematic, uh, systematic, systemic, excuse me, I'm stuttering, systemic racism to lock up people that break the law, and regardless does, of the color. And what does this have to do with 9-11? Well, this is what I'm getting to. Okay. Let me just keep going. Listen, I don't interrupt you. Let me get it out. I'm trying to tell okay. a story. What are you, my wife now? Yes. Okay. Yes. You 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 sit down across from me. That's it, buddy. We're 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 okay. married. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right. Well, please make your point. So the erosion of society, you know, in retrospect to what we did after 9/11, is really you know the way we treat our neighbors and and the people that live in our houses or buildings and such like that hasn't changed a whole lot. What what happens is that the city structure erodes that because the prisoners are out on the street they don't lock them up anymore the mentally ill run wild sleeping in the subways on the buses in the corners in in between the buildings so the whole city structure is set up for failure and and we, we came together in the city after 9-11 because of that 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 tragic event but that does exist <laughs> in all these pockets in these neighborhoods but once you get into a large city where you have a building that's 15 stories high and the people on the first floor don't know the people on the sixth and up, or maybe one or two families. Yeah. You erode that that the that understanding of, of who these people are and what yeah. they stand for. And, and and regardless, you know, 
you just become it's a stranger. Well, it's a stranger. If you and, wanna, that's, and that's why the subway yeah has ridiculous amounts of crime on it because all of a sudden you you dress into this position with all these strangers that you have no idea what they're going through, what their story is. You have no idea what their life is like, and nobody wants to get involved anymore. Uh-huh. It's it's the city structure of putting all these people into these places where they can't simply know each other any longer. And it erodes our human nature to want to help out and reach out to people because everybody's a stranger. Everybody could be nuts. Everybody, and, and when you sprinkle in the mentally ill and the prisoners who are out there should be locked up that aren't, it just makes it worse. And that's why the cities are a failure and there will always be a failure. That's why we have polio in the water up in the Bronx. Yeah. That's why we have this this massive crime spree and and epidemic of well, crime that that's out okay. of control well, at this look, point. If, if you wanted to, if you actually wanted the point at which mm-hmm. you could tell that New York City had totally and completely collapsed. Uh-huh. Okay. Not just the, the governmental structure but the social yeah. structure. All you had to do was look at COVID. No. <laughs> okay. Because wait, wait, wait. I got, I got the, I gotta, I gotta, I okay, gotta well, comment on this. Go well, ahead. let Tell me, me finish my point. Yes, go ahead. Okay, because after nine yeah. eleven, okay, anti-terrorism money f- flew into this city. Oh yeah. They threw, they couldn't throw enough money at us for anti-terrorism. Yep. And part of that anti-terrorism effort was supposed to be to prepare the hospitals. Yeah. In case this ever happened. For a biological attack. Mm. Or a pandemic. Yeah. And here it was, tw- 20 years later, we had a pandemic, mm-hmm. and the city doesn't have enough hospital space, there's no beds, they don't have ventilators, they don't have drugs, they don't have anything. It's funny about the ventilators, because they had They had, they them, had them, but they were in New that. Jersey. Yeah, and then they, they bought them, and they didn't buy enough, and fucking Cuomo gave every excuse possible. So I don't have the story in front of me. I don't see it at this moment. I got a, I got like 30 yeah. pages so in front he, of me. So now here listening. we are 21 years later. Joe is about to read some of the ridiculous 9-11 headlines. Well, yeah, that too. But I did want to touch briefly that as of yesterday, or this morning might be, because I, I, I can't find the article in front of me now, Governor Kathy Hochul suspended the pandemic response and emergency alert oh, the wicked for witch COVID. Okay. You know, just weeks before the election, by the way. Right, of course. Up until yesterday, COVID restrictions were still in full effect in New York City and New York State. Okay, affecting, uh, the, what do we got, 19 to 21 million, somewhere in that range? Yeah. Um, where you had to wear a mask in public, you were... You needed uh, vaccine paperwork to show you were vaxxed to get into venues, to get into movie theaters and concerts. Um, your kids have to be still in effect. This hasn't gone away, though, that your kids have to be vaccinated to attend school. Right. So we, we have yeah. we have the worst people who have yeah. ever lived. These people are fucking that nuts. get elected in this state. And for some reason, we don't learn our fucking lesson. Yeah. Absolutely okay. not. New Yorkers so, are uh, uh, retarded in the ways they vote. Yeah. So here, here's some of the headlines I got related to 9-11. I got a couple here. I'm, hopefully I can find the rest. The Atlantic, our, one of our favorites, Matt. The yeah. Atlantic Daily. The, the Atlantic is to news what uh, McDonald's is to gourmet eating. <laughs> eating, yeah. So the Atlantic uh, ran with this headline. Um, how do we know... Trump didn't do 9-11. Oh, so now it's Trump's Doo-doo. fault. 
with a big picture of Trump when he was outside 9-11. All the people who say he wasn't there. There's actually an interview that I posted online on Twitter uh-huh. because everybody's like, Trump didn't go, Trump. Well, here's the interview at Ground Zero. You know, they all go, oh, wait, yeah, 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 but this is, he's on record saying that he's got the biggest building now. Yeah, he's over there going, really huge <laughs> terrorist attack, the best terrorist attack ever. <laughs> Beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, people, listen. Why does everything still have to be about Donald Trump? It, it's, All right, you please, know, he, please continue. Yeah, so, the Atlantic wants again. The Atlantic, the Atlantic. newspaper is is just fodder. It's why, it's really. Why do you bother printing it? Are you short of toilet paper or something? Yeah, this is this is the one that's going to get you. So the Atlantic posted this headline for an article: um, the soft bigotry of Bush did 9-11. So by giving credit to Bush, a cishet white male, conspiracy theorists show a lack of respect for the agency of Muslim immigrants and the people who, well, doesn't say this, but basically, if you blame Trump on your conspiracy theory that, uh, excuse me, not Trump, if you blame that Bush knew about 9-11 before and you're a conspiracy theorist, well, then you're not giving credit to the actual people who did perform, who did do this. Yeah, okay. So we're supposed to celebrate murderers now yeah. because anti-racism. You know, you, you're either a conspiracist or a fucking racist. Right. Well, when you're done with those, yeah. I got a nice article here about... Please do. Okay. Please go. This is from Breitbart Politics. is written by John, uh, John Bender. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a loophole in U.S. immigration law has been for many years yeah. that allowed seven of the 19 hijackers to overstay their visa in the United States. Nice. Despite the fact that they were on watch lists, Mm -hmm. okay, and suspected of terrorist activities, okay, and that right now there are 685,000 illegal aliens in the country taking advantage of Of the same loophole. loophole. Nice. Okay. So this, uh, this law... Uh, essentially says that if you're overstaying your visa, uh-huh. you're entitled to a due process of law. Oh. So you have to have a hearing. Oh. A series of hearings, actually. Nice. Okay. Before they can throw you out of the country. Uh-huh. Despite the fact that you've already broken the law. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this, so here's some of the information they had. Now, here's another thing. What? The FBI and the CIA could not find a lot of these guys. Yeah. And yet the Immigration Service and the Post Office had their addresses. Okay. Oh, wow. Mohammed Atta got uh-huh. his request for his visa, uh, visa renewal denied six weeks after he's dead. My God. So the INS and the Post Office knew where yeah. he was, but the CIA and the FBI didn't. Wow. All right, so here's some of the information that we have on on Uh the 19 hijackers, okay? Yeah. A guy named Nawaf Al-Hamzi, okay, Mm -hmm. specifically was able to obtain a driver's license in both in uh, California, Florida, and Virginia. Oh, nice. What was his name? Nawaf Al-Hamzi. He was one of the 19. That rolls off the tongue, huh? Yeah. (laughs) He was one of the 19, okay? And along with his known terrorist brother... No. Salam Al-Hamzi, who obtained a Virginia's driver's license, and mm. they arrived in the U.S. in tourist visas in 1999 from Saudi Arabia. Nice. So they're already in the country at least a year and a half before yeah. 9-11. Okay, here's another one. Mohammed Atta, who was supposed to be the uh, mastermind of mm-hmm. the whole thing. All right. 
he had overstayed his visa as of December 2000, but was not deported at the time. He was able to obtain uh, Florida's driver's license despite being arrested months before for not drive for driving without a license. Oh, nice. His nice. name was on a terrorist watch list in January of 2001, and he had been previously detained wow. in the United Arab Emirates before returning to the U.S. to carry out the attacks. Crazy, man. All right. So here's another one. Hani Hassan Hanjour, uh-huh. who they believe piloted American Airlines Flight 77 that was flown into the Pentagon. Yeah. He was considered an Ill- illegal alien at the time as he did not enroll in school despite obtaining a student visa in September of 2000. Wow, that's crazy. Satam al-Sukami and Walid al-Sheri likewise. Okay, so... Yeah. Y- y- yeah, Joe's we get the gist. Wrap it yeah. up. Okay, so we these get the guys, gist. These guys are on list. That yeah. They... Don't People, give them, you know, yeah. pro, you okay. know press. So Fuck them. The, the border security process is such that that you can openly flo- fla- uh, flout the law in the yeah. United States. And it's still like that. And it's be still, on a terrorist watch list. It's only gotten worse. So um, I came across an article. I can't validate if it's true or not because who the fuck knows with some of these articles that I read. Don't have it in front of me because I... Re- I didn't even bother to print it out, but I did come across it where the per- one of the people that uh, um, boarded uh, some the hijackers boarded the TSA agent. Mm-hmm. Um, the article went something along the lines of TSA agent confesses years later that uh, when he saw the hijackers boarding, he said to himself that wow, if there was ever a, a terrorist, you know, extremist or whatever, this is what one looks like. But, bec- but he put himself in check and didn't do anything because it would be politically incorrect right. to, v- to pull somebody out of line that looked yeah. like that. And this happens all the time. So, so I don't like, know if the article was true or what. Well, but, who knows? Because there wasn't know. a TSA before yeah. 9-11. And supposedly, okay. supposedly yeah. um, they're giving a plea bargain to some of these guys that have been locked up that helped plan the, the attacks uh, to avoid the death penalty. Now, I, I didn't... Get a lot of time to look into that. That was this morning, and me well, and Matt did true, some running around di- today. Plus, if that's true. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, they want right. to offer them a plea yep. bargain to but, avoid the death penalty, so they want information what, or some what you shit. Were just, what you're just talking about about uh, political correctness keeping yeah. people from when when you look back at some of the more recent uh-huh. terrorist attacks, like the guy who shot up the gay bar in Florida, mm-hmm. the other guy who shot up the uh, government office building in California, mm-hmm. bunch of other ones. Oh, yeah, okay. bunch. What we always find out, mm-hmm. okay, is that the FBI went and checked this person out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were on our radar. They were on our radar, okay, but then yeah. for some reason they never find anything mm-hmm. or they consider them not a threat and they stop looking at them. Yeah. Now, I don't say you should be picking on people because of what they look like or yeah, because yeah, yeah. of where they came from. Yeah. Okay. If maybe if the if FBI walks like a dog, yeah, maybe if the FBI wasn't so busy uh, hatching plots to to uh, you know invade the Capitol and uh, kidnap a governor yep. and uh, set up Trump, okay, they'd have more time and more resources to actually look into this kind of thing. We we got to talk about the fact that supposedly thirty five uh, Trump uh, associates were raided. Their homes are raided. I uh, guess they're lawyers, as a matter of fact. Yeah, so we, we'll talk about that the next one, but uh, just wanted to touch on that because you brought it up about the FBI. This is all important, you know. Yeah. And raiding, you know, journalists who have 
verified, you know, diaries of Biden's daughter saying that she inappropriately, he inappropriately showered with her. You know, all that. Yeah. Shit. That's not important. Now, Hunter Biden and ten yeah. percent we'll, of the we'll big guy. None of that's important. But but let's wrap up on on this whole thing about nine eleven. We're getting yeah. a little off topic, and that's okay. what we do a lot, guys. We're sorry. We're very emotional about this, as you can tell. Um, I try to reel Matt in. Matt, Matt's got a lot to say every time we get together. So I, I, I force to get words in here and there. But you know, I, I, I honestly think that it's great. It's great. I'm not, you know, knocking you for no, it. No, sometimes I need reining in because yeah, we well, we, we both do. But I'm, 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 you know, as I, I'm feeling better in these last I, month or so, and I'm more emotional than Joe. I'm is. not, I'm not so raspy. I can speak better. It's my and, time of the month, and uh, you know, I'm getting back to where I was, which is. A guy who likes to talk. Yeah. You know, like you, like yourself. But there's nothing wrong with us because we like to talk. Yeah. And we're very highly opinionated. So, but basically, back to wrap this up now, uh, I'm going to let you comment. Uh, we're running a little bit over, but that's okay for today's show. Um, I want to give you a couple minutes to comment on when you hear people talk about 9-11 being a conspiracy. And I'm going to run inside. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay. Absolute nonsense. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a but, lot of it out there. A lot of people have compelling nonsense. ideas and stuff. And the people, because I've read a lot of them and I've yeah. argued with them online and I've mm-hmm. seen the videos. You could not pull this off. Yeah. Now, first of all, our government pays $16 for a roll of toilet paper and sends <laughs> Social Security checks to people who died 10 years ago. Yes, this is true. And then all of a sudden, okay, with something like this, it becomes super efficient. Uh-huh. And can pull off anything, okay? Yeah, and so it, Matt, and it's Matt airtight. And I, Matt and I were discussing this before the show. We wanted to go over, you know. Okay, we do some. So I'm going to pre, the- you know, pre-show stuff. We yeah. we try to get stuff done, you know, and, as best as we can. So I brought up to Matt, um, you know, the way uh, that hotel that that also collapsed. There was three buildings that actually were collapsed. It was a Marriott between, Millennium, I believe. Yeah, it was. the Millennium yeah. Hotel that collapsed after the first two towers went down, and it just looked a little funny. Because the way it pancaked down, and uh, one of the major major things that Matt was talking about, which was you know, y- you really can't overlook the fact that each of these buildings probably had a maintenance and engineering staff of in the hundreds, constantly thousands. They were being crawled over by construction workers, and then maintenance the IT. guys, engineers, IT guys. Yeah, I crawled under those floors. For years, I was up in those ceilings for years. Yeah. I know exactly how those buildings were constructed, and and okay. not one of them. You could not rig a building for explosive. That those buildings were open twenty four hours a day, yeah. seven days a week. Yeah, there were always people in them. Okay, you could not rig a building like that for demolition without yeah. anybody finding out. And by the way, you're going to tell me you've the government told somebody to rig it for demolition and not one guy ever asked why am I rigging a perfectly yeah. good building for yeah. demolition. Yeah, there would there, there would need to be thousands of people involved and there's too many to keep it a secret. No. You're saying no deathbed confessions, no 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 for confession to a parish priest, no pillow talk between yeah. wife and husband. Uh yeah, all these years later. Nobody comes out with anything. I I, I think they knew about the chatter that was pre- leading up to the event, and they knew something was up, but they didn't know what. Well, no, I, we we know we know from the nine eleven commission mm-hmm. and from other stuff that came out afterwards. Yeah, they knew stuff was happening. They didn't know exactly what, but yeah, the, what, but the problem was, but said, the man. problem was. So, and here's what makes <laughs> here's what makes conspiracy theorists uh, okay. fucking idiots. Uh-huh. 
the intelligence and the law enforcement agencies uh-huh. in this country were prohibited by law to speak from to sharing yeah. information. Yeah. Now, I just want to back up those really be, quick, Those Matt. would be the same intelligence yes. and law enforcement yes. who are supposedly involved I, in I, it. I, I, I agree 100% with what you're saying. Yeah. 100%. There's no disagreement whatsoever between us yeah. on this on this matter. But I think you owe an apology to the many conspiracy theorists who got COVID right, who got the shots right. Listen, I'm not you know, saying, I'm so not saying I, I, they're I always think, wrong. I think you need to back off a little on the conspiracy theorists what, because, what? because with the 9-11, 100%. But, right, well, there's too many conspiracy theories the, coming so, true nowadays. Sometimes even the blind squirrel finds the acorn. Well, okay. Sometimes there is a conspiracy. Okay, yeah. and I think there is one now to take okay. over the world. The WEF and all that nonsense. Yeah, but whether it's an official one yeah. or it's run by governments so, is, so, is open yeah, to question. I, I just had to throw okay. that in because I like but, to talk. But here's the thing. But yeah, the, the United States government. Uh-huh. Okay, whatever you say about it, good, mm-hmm. bad, indifferent. Okay was not the, the driving force behind this thing. The yeah, driving yeah, force so. behind it yeah. was a bunch of Islamic fundamentalists mm-hmm. who wanted to destroy visible symbols of American power. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And to create fear, distrust. In the end, uh-huh. where we are now, 21 years later... It worked. Osama bin Laden won. Yeah, absolutely. He won. I agree. When, when when the government can read your email and they can listen to your phone yep. calls and you can't do anything without government permission. Yeah. See, I, I believe the conspiracy after 9-11, that once yes. they had the power and they, they, they realized that if we just passed this, uh, what's it called? The uh, Patriot, the Act. Patriot Act. That we can listen and spy in on anybody. Well, listen, the, the real conspiracies always begin uh-huh. after the fact because mm-hmm. then you have people covering their asses you have uh, yep. bureaucratic infighting. You have questions that nobody wants yeah. to answer. Oh, speaking of questions hurts. nobody wanted to answer, yeah. uh, on September 10th, 2001, yes. Donald Rumsfeld uh, took a podium and uh, briefly discussed about how 2.3 billion, 2.3, did you get that, yeah, tree? I speak Brooklynese. Hey, $2.3 billion, a uh, trillion dollars, excuse me, 2.3, now I can't even talk anymore. I'm spitting mad. $2.3 trillion disappeared, and they have no idea where it went the day before. Uh-huh. Listen, so I that's th- where a lot of people, oh, well, that's why it's a conspiracy. Well, listen, the government's always been inept. We knew that. Listen, just 22 minutes prior to the collapse of the mortgage market, the uh-huh. Federal Reserve announced that it lost a half a trillion dollars and didn't know yeah. where it went. Yeah. So these things do happen. Government has always been inept. That's why I don't understand people Listen, wanting what, more what government. You, what in you our have, lives. what you have in most of these cases, is what we used to call in IT. We used to call it a cascade failure. Yeah. Okay. Now One thing ha- goes and dominoes it affects everything that. else. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Exactly. So you have intelligence and law enforcement can't talk to each other. Yeah. They can't talk well, they, to each they, other. They thank God they stopped that now. Yeah. Well, they couldn't talk to each other because uh, a woman named Jamie Gorelick, who used to work for the Clinton administration, who was an official in the, I think the DOJ, uh-huh. is the one that established the regulation that said they couldn't share information. She later sat on the 9-11 commission. Ah. Okay. Bill Clinton was offered Osama bin Laden's head on a silver platter seven yeah. times. Yeah. And they decided not to take it because terrorism wasn't a big deal. Unless, oh, yeah. unless it was white guys bomb- bombing the Olympics in uh, in Georgia that they thought. Yeah. 
Okay, Sandy Berger, who was the national security advisor for Bill Clinton. I never had a Sandy Berger. Okay, who's supposed to uh, um, testify in front of the 9-11 Commission, is in the National Archives going over his notes and whatever else. Mm -hmm. He goes in there with a pair of scissors. Oh, yeah, you told me the story. Okay, he's making copies of documents he's not supposed to take, and he's sneaking them out in his fucking underwear. Yeah, he got caught, though. Yeah, now he gets caught and he doesn't go to jail. Yeah. Okay, Trump has got newspaper clippings and whatever else, and the government <laughs> is up his ass. Empty document folders. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at this. So got listen, empty folders. If, if there's a conspiracy, that's where it is. Yeah. It's in the aftermath. Yeah. Because what happened prior to this is easy enough to explain. Mm-hmm. You have too many, too many moving parts. You have yeah. too many bureaucracies. You have too many stupid rules in too place. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay, Listen, I didn't see my first F-15 that day until a uh, half hour after Tower 1 had come down. Uh-huh. And I guarantee you what happened was, other than the chaos in the Pentagon, yeah. okay, is that the armed services in this country argued for all that time over yeah. who had the jurisdiction and the right yeah, to shoot I'm down sure. an unarmed I'm airliner sure. over American airspace. Another note from that day, um, the towers... Had the radio receivers for all the EMS and all the other. That was Seven World Trade had them. Oh, Seven World Trade. So that yeah. went down and nobody was able right, to, because, to talk. Because yeah. Seven World Trade. All the communications went down. Seven World Trade was immediately showered in debris and rubble from One yeah. World Trade from yeah. the initial hit. Yeah. That, you know, that building was deliberately allowed to burn because of the fire mains. They were cut off. Were, were cut off. The yeah, fire mains yeah. for that building came from a uh, One World Trade. Yeah. And once that plane went through the central core, eighty stories up, the water yeah. pressure drops. Now everybody got out of that building except one guy. Mm. He worked for Citigroup, by the way, which yeah. is the company I worked for. Only wow. one person died at seven. Damn. Okay. And they they got everybody out of that building and they let it burn because mm-hmm. they couldn't put the fires out anyway. Yeah. And it had a 40-foot hole knocked through it at a uh, corner junction of two walls. It was already starting to lean. Wow. Okay. Crazy. So uh, your, cons- your conspiracy theories, listen, I'll give you credit. Sometimes you're right. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you're yeah, right. Yeah. And it's usually by blind luck. <laughs> because if we follow your logic, yeah. okay, it never gets to where you want to go. I just wanted to bring okay. up the fact that but a lot of people were, were talking about the COVID and the vaccines and everything before. And... A lot of it was held true, so but a lot know, of what wanted to give them yeah. some credit where it's due. Well, but a lot of what these these people will uh, establish as fact, uh-huh. okay, or or establish as a theory is really nothing more than human incompetence, uh-huh. and it gets magnified once it's it's run through a system like government. Yeah, yeah. Once it's exposed as well. All right. So, so well, you know where we are as a society today. Um, I think we really need to. You know, pull together and, and, you know, like I was saying about the city, when you're living in cities and 20, 20 story apartment complexes and stuff like that, you lose, you lose sight of, you know, who's your neighbor and who's the stranger and, you know, the suburbs are a little better. You know, I, I definitely move out of the cities if, if I was you. Yeah. No, but, um, uh, but we need to get back to that, helping each other out, looking out for each other. Well, and, and it, yeah, it, everybody's life now is interior. And I, and I think everybody's just lost, you know, sight of, you know, we're all human and we all need to look out for each other, man. And and, and the way the city has deteriorated and let the, the, the mental patients out and all that, everybody's afraid to mm-hmm. get involved. I, I'm and shocked we, mm-hmm. 20 years after the, you know, 20 years ago, 
Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. Everybody's life now is interior. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're all... Especially after COVID now. Well, yeah. We're That's all, a big thing. We're all concerned with ourselves. People now with the TikTok and social media and whatever. Yep. It's all about them. And, and and it's the worst thing for kids, man. Try to keep your kids yeah. or regulate your kids on social media. I mean, it, you, might, you, know, you might as well just wrap that kid in bubble wrap in today's world. Because well, it's not only that. You get you get a full sense of what what you know reality is because it, it's it's not reality. It's, it's far not, from it. It's everybody's fantasy. I'm, I'm ready to take a break from it, and I think honestly, and listen, because you know you gotta you gotta do retrospect on yourself as well. You do, and you know since I've we've done this, Matt, since we started this, you know I've been getting a little more. You know, I've noticed that I've become some of the things I didn't, I wanted to avoid. I didn't want to become tribalistic, and and I can't help but do it because I just think the other side is just so friggin' out of their minds that my only my only choice is to vote Republican. So I I I backed myself into a corner. I don't think anybody on the left has anything to offer. And if you go on Twitter and you follow a lot of these other races going on, these people on the left. These people looking for governors and senators and all that are fucking flat out lying. Yeah, constantly. There's a difference. Telling lies and like you can't tell because they it, think you're stupid. It's a difference between civic-minded responsibility. Yeah. And your own personal interior life. Yeah. Okay. And one side is is pushing individualism to the point where. Mm-hmm. We've broken all the bonds between people. We don't cooperate anymore. We yeah. argue with each other constantly. Yeah. We're almost two armed camps. Yeah, and we have to and get it's not back. Good for us. We have to get back to that that sort of feeling that we are a community. That we are all yeah. in this together. We may not agree on anything uh, on everything, yeah. and we may have <clears throat> issues with one another. But at the end of the day, we have to live next door to each other. We have to work with one another. I can't tell you I have a solution to this problem because yeah. I don't. Well, it doesn't help when the president goes on and, and calls half the country terrorist. Yeah. doesn't help. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't. And, it, and it he doesn't. does so in, just before we, quote unquote, celebrate, more like commemorate. I'm yeah. sorry. We, we commemorate yes. the worst terrorist attack yeah. on United States. And also oil. before the uh, midterms are coming up as yeah. well. And th- yeah. this uh, this is, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. It is. And the whole... All the lessons of nine eleven have been forgotten. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. Absolutely, and I think uh, uh, you know we need to remember how it feels to be you know included with our neighbors and you know block parties and stuff like that, and just just looking out for each other. And you know, hey, folks, you know, go out there, get to know your neighbors, you know, hug each other. And, and understand that life is not just about you, the individual. It's about the people around you that you love and care for. And, and, you know, just because they live down the block doesn't mean that, the you know, just ignore the people, you know, because yeah. they're just regular people. Not You don't know what they're going through. You know, you don't know where their life's at, you know. And, and that's part of society today wants to avoid unnecessary contact with unnecessary people. But we are all necessary. We are one race, right. the human race. Matt, do the business. Do the business? Yeah, please. 
I'm going to give you the business. All right. First thing I want to do. Yes. Shout out. Mm. Okay. This goes to Christy in North Carolina, Bob in Minnesota, Mark in Florida. Hey, guys. Gene in the United Kingdom. Nice. Hey, Gene. Okay. And to all the people of Australia. Woo. Okay. Hey, Because apparently we are very popular in Oz. Nice. All right. So thank you very much. Thank we you so much. We appreciate you listening. Yes. We appreciate you putting up with our nonsense. Yes. Okay. Once again, I have to ask you, like, follow, subscribe. If uh, you're on your deathbed and you don't care what happens to your money, donate <laughs> uh, if you can. Uh, yes, please. Follow us on every, just about every platform where you can get fine podcasts. Yep. See, we're a fine podcast. Yes, we okay? are. Follow Joe. At the Dark Odyssey, uh, the, I'm sorry, The Journey by Doc, Dark Odyssey. The Journey with Dark Odyssey. Okay. It's on YouTube. We actually it's start on filming YouTube. again. Okay. More stuff to come soon. Follow me at myplanetmyrules.blogspot.com. Right. Okay. Uh, biting commentary. Uh, what Joe does is actually some pretty good stuff. Oh, thank and you. you should watch that. Okay? Thank you. Because the, the, the level of, it's like, it's like watching craftsmen <laughs> at work. Well, here I'm an idiot talking about politics. There I'm an idiot talking about paranormal. Yeah. So. Okay. And um, I is actually. There, is there anything else I should mention? Business yeah. If you, if you do happen to check it out, uh, the next uh, podcast that comes out, because we, we don't get to do them too often working in this industry. But the next podcast that comes out, I talk about the world's oldest game. And it's a variation on rock, paper, scissors. And it's over 2,000 years old, created in China. Basically, in the Chinese, you know, what, what we know as today is China. So what I had to do, I had I had two of my guys stand up, put blindfolds on, <coughs> do rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. And because they were blindfolded, they had no idea that whoever lost, I punched in the nuts. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, ba we're back to that again. Yes, we're back yes, to dick shots. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it's a fun time that, for all, except exactly for those uh, that are, you know, on the receiving end. But yeah, that's thank you guys for listening. That is exactly what you will see on the journey with Dark Odyssey. <laughs> I, can al I almost can't wait to watch. Right. Have a good one, folks. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Durka, durka. Durka, durka. Durka, durka.